Hi, thanks for tuning in to Embrace the Madness. This is Madeline, your host. This is just a podcast about learning to embrace the weird, absurd reality that is life and figuring out how to deal with the obstacles, the dirty, yucky stuff, and realizing our true power and creating our reality. So I'm glad you're here. Hope you had a good week, day, lifetime, you know, all those cool things. Uh, so I'm pretty frustrated. This is like the second time that I've tried to record and I didn't plug in the microphone. So it just came out sounding garbled and I had been talking for like 25 minutes, essentially the whole episode until I realized it. And so I just have this huge aversion to just like redoing something when I'm already like, well, shit, I don't think I could ever re-say what I just said any better. I'm gonna, I don't know. I just get in this weird headspace. So this is uh, trial number two, and I'm a little late, but that's totally cool. I need to get my stuff together, but it's fine. Um, I feel like I'm in a lot better space because probably a year or so ago, I just would have been like hating myself for like, oh, you didn't do this before the day that you said you were going to do it. But now I'm just like, it's okay. I'm grateful that people are even listening to this podcast anyways, and it's still Monday, And there's no rules. I make the rules. Yeah, so it's all it's all a freaking journey. But anyways, so uh, the previous episode, we talked about learning to acknowledge and accept your darkness. We all have this weird, dark parts of our life and just things that we aren't proud of or sometimes feel ashamed about or don't really feel validated through with whatever. But just realizing that that is part of being a human and you're not alone and everybody kind of has to deal with that. Uh, Really just like talking about that whole energetic shift that happens when you learn to accept and embrace that part of you. And yeah, some cool stuff. If you missed it, you should check it out. This week, we're going to talk about accepting failure, which is freaking awesome. And I've had a pretty crazy journey with failure because (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. I don't know how to deal with it. I, it makes me sad. It makes me angry. It makes me angry that I'm angry about it. It's just, this is a whole journey too. So like, uh, well, I guess, I don't know. But I just realized that it's necessary. And then if you don't know how to accept failure, then it's going to be really hard to get along in life. And I think that mistakes and failure can be huge growing and learning opportunities. So we'll get into that. So starting, I guess, with my experience with it, I I guess ever since I've been born, I've just been like a perfectionist. At least that's what my mom was saying. Um, I do think that there are like certain things that cultivated that mindset for me, but I just don't really remember like being allowed this space to like fail and screw up and make mistakes. It was always kind of just like, don't do that. Like, that's not cool. And so when we're little and we do things that we don't know any better, like, if someone's going to scold us or shun us, then that kind of invalidates our experience. And 
I think a lot of it, since we're so young, we don't process it correctly, but I feel like it's almost like we're getting cut off from that connection. And I spoke about it in, I think it might be the second episode about where we are just these small children and we were previously connected to this wholeness before we were born. And so it's just so new to us, a separation. And when our parents show that they're upset or something like that, we don't, we can't logically see that it's, it doesn't mean that they don't love us. But when we're young, that's what happens. And if you get told no, and like, yelled at or whatever, I believe that you get this feeling of like rejection and like you are losing your chance to wholeness. And then imagine like just that happening over and over and just storing that in your memory. And then you grow up and you're like, Ooh, I remember what happened when I did bad last time. Like I can't do that again. I can't make any mistakes. It has to be perfect. And so my whole entire life, I've cultivated this attitude. And so with that being said, I guess making mistakes is bad. So what's the opposite of that? Not making any mistakes, being perfect. And so that was some goal that I unconsciously strived for because I felt like if I don't make any mistakes, then I won't get rejected. And if I don't get rejected, then I can still have a chance at being loved and being accepted and being validated. And so what better way to get tangible feedback on that is to kill it at school. And like, so I just kind of turned to this, uh, to that avenue for validation and approval because it was so much easier to just say, ooh, cool, I made a hundred, I made an A, like bam, somebody has to be proud of me. Just weird logic like that. And so my whole entire life I've just been super, super into school, super into academia. And that's because I've just been able to feel approved of and validated through my grades. And so school is always easy for me. I didn't really have to like study that much uh, until I got to college. (laughs) I had to realize that that's not how you do things. But yeah, I just, school just offered me the structure and I was able to make good grades and I feel like my teachers were proud of me and I got like academic awards and stuff like that. And of course my parents bragged about me, whatever, but that also created this huge part of me, this perfectionist part of me. And, and like, it was almost just this weird, fragile state where if I didn't do perfectly on something or at something, then I, it's not cool. Like, don't do it. It's scary. It's weird. Get away from it, you know? And so... I kind of learned to avoid things that weren't easy. And then that just kind of begins this whole spiel of only doing things that would make other people happy. And I could avoid things if I didn't want to do it or if it was scary. And so when I grew up, oh my goodness, like 
that was this whole experience I had to deal with too. I was never taught to fail. I didn't do anything that was hard. I remember like wanting to quit band because I just was so tired of it and just not making any progress. And my teacher was like, no, (laughs) which was good. But just really, I had noticed that I had developed this critical, judgmental attitude towards myself. And I hadn't even thought about it until I started like making mistakes and doing things like that. And so since I always avoided things, I didn't have to I didn't I wasn't familiar with that feeling of failure and what it means to fail and what it means to make mistakes. And I'm not saying that I never made a mistake. I just beat myself up about it when I did. But yeah, I felt like I didn't have to deal with rejection if I could just be perfect all the time. And growing up teaches you that that's not even possible. You could never be perfect every day of your life. And if you are, then you're God. And God is a lot higher consciousness than us. But yeah, so I realized that failure is inevitable and you're going to have to deal with it at some point. And that means emotionally. But what's really neat is I uh, I kind of wrote this blog post a year ago too, kind of like how I reflected last time uh, about my post. I wrote one about, uh, or it's called Hey, You're Human Showing. And that was kind of an introductory thing on my perfectionism and my inability to deal with failure and make mistakes and stuff like that. And so about a year ago is when I decided I wanted to try to make music. And so I was in band, so like I have this kind of bare minimum knowledge of music and stuff like that, but I don't really know what I'm doing. And so that in itself is an experience where I'm like, oh, this is really hard and frustrating, so I'm going to give up. That's what I always do. If it's weird, if it's hard, I don't want to deal with that frustrating feeling of agony and just like, this sucks and this isn't good and blah, 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 blah. But I, in the back of my mind, I just was like, I, but I really want to do this. And so it kind of got the gears turning into this whole journey of realizing that I didn't know how to deal with failure. And kind of being super self-aware and just like looking at the thoughts and the judgments that came up when I would like make something that sounded stupid. And I was like, geez, why you get a little scary when you're like not proud of what you're doing. And so I kind of had this whole self-experience and really just listen to what I was saying and then kind of ask myself why I was saying all these things and just this whole self-aware journey reminded me that I am human and I'm human just like just in the way that I would tell my friends hey that's not horrible it's great like you're killing it well why can't I tell myself that I'm killing it why can't I be patient with myself hey you're brand new at this it's okay that it sucks it's okay that it's not good and so it started getting a little bit easier 
And I was kind of able to listen to my anger and my shame and my pissed offness and kind of realize that we're not infallible. And part of being human is part of is being messy. Like we've got this whole spectrum of emotions and like we're going to make mistakes. We're not perfect. We're not whole in the way that we previously were. And there's just no way we can like make the mark every time. And so also learning a new skill is that's a whole process too. There's going to be this learning curve where you don't know anything and you are just still learning about all the stuff. And so just really kind of just letting all that sink in and realizing that I had to deal with that learning curve. If I'm going to do something that I really want to do, it's going to be hard and it's not going to be easy. But if you really want it, you can push through that challenging time to get what you want and get results. And so just kind of like this theme that I was talking about the last couple episodes is I was really exposed to my self-sabotage and just like I was saying, the thoughts that came up when I would just do something that wasn't good or whatever. And it really helped me look at it directly in the eye and just listen and sit with it and figure out what was happening. And so I think that it kind of relates to the last episode about our darkness and just realizing that we're not perfect help it goes a long way and accepting that we can never be perfect it's okay and understanding that perfection is related to like this wholeness and we're not going to reach perfection until we die and we're born again, whatever. So we're basically just shooting ourselves in the foot if we're going to get pissed off at ourselves. And what I kind of tried to do when it started getting easier is, well, one, I was looking for meaning kind of just in this whole process, like, hmm, why am I having this experience where I'm getting angry or whatever? And I realized too that mistakes are helping you uh, grow in patience with yourself and self-compassion and really truly giving you an opportunity to give yourself space and just kind of be the observer. And you don't have to be critical or judgmental about your performance. And it's really just going to keep you way behind and if you kind of grew up like I did and have like a really critical self-talk voice playing then you kind of know what I mean and it's hard to it's really hard to rewire that because it's just so familiar to us and even just as much as I've grown in the past year I still have to kind of tell that voice to be quiet and ask, is it really necessary that these rude things are coming out? But I'm learning to have fun with making mistakes and I'm learning to welcome them. And I feel like 
the more mistakes you make, the better you get and the more familiar familiar you are with what you're doing and, okay, well, this didn't work, so let's try this way or vice versa. And really just kind of releasing any emotional attachment to these mistakes and to this failure. And that way we can be compassionate to ourselves and learn to be kind to ourselves. And yeah, I think it's beautiful because I really think that's the key is just learning to love ourselves and accept ourselves for exactly who we are and everything we are, mistakes, failure, flaws, the good things too. I think that when we can create that like direct energy flow, we can do anything. It's it's really awesome. And I think that releasing a lot of that energy over the past year is what has kind of like catapulted me into this place of growth and blossoming. And it's really crazy to think about too. And so let's see. Yeah. Every time you make a mistake, you learn new things and you learn different ways of doing things. And so you're just getting better and just learning to embrace that madness because that in itself is madness and just learning to appreciate that as part of the journey will help you look back and say dang I did all that and I went through all that and look where I'm at now and it's super cool and I guess I guess that's really kind of all I wanted to talk about um making mistakes it's okay just be kind to yourself don't be hard on yourself give yourself a break, all those cool things. And even just like the definition of failure, like who, who's even deciding what failure means? I think that that's kind of a subjective thing. And of course, if you are measuring your success compared to other people's and their expectations, yeah, you might, you might, reach their idea of what failure means but I don't it just really like gets to me when people are like oh I'm a failure and it's like in whose eyes whose eyes and that's something that I have grown through too and had to kind of ask myself those same questions like just because you're not getting your PhD right now doesn't mean you're a failure and just because you're not an engineer right now doesn't mean you're a failure just because you forgot to get gas or let your vegetables spoil like you're not a failure and it's okay and like don't beat yourself up and tell yourself these lies because I think yeah I think it's subjective and I think that doing what you want to do and making yourself proud that's success and not not measuring up to what anyone else expects of you I don't, I don't think that's cool. And that's something that I'm learning to be okay with. But I think we should because this is our life. And if we're living it for someone else and we're not living our lives. Um, yeah, so that's a thing. I just wanted to share a quick little blip. I played my second show and it was awesome. I actually in my perspective, made a lot more mistakes uh, than my first show. And I think that's just because I spent more time being anxious and actually practicing. But I think it went really well. 
And I'm actually really proud of myself too because <laughs> I like got stuck. It was like I was not paralyzed, but almost. I was just like, okay, well, I'm in the middle of this and I can't really do anything and it's not going, but I just have to keep going with it. And so I'm really proud. I've been pretty positive about the whole experience and made it through. And just, it's just really cool to be able to trace my progress. Just, dude, like, uh, with the whole voice and just being critical. And I'm really proud that I have taken time and space to be compassionate towards myself because now it's kind of just like, everything's fun. Like it's not, it's not this whole idea of, oh, you suck. And so that's really making this whole journey even better because I'm learning to deal with my self-sabotage and deal with my mistakes and my perceived failure and keep pushing forward and keep growing. And it's super cool. And I'm like, still just like, what the heck's happening in my life. But that just goes to show you that if you really believe in yourself and you show yourself this love, this huge, huge love that you have in your heart, that you can go really far. And you can do anything you want, literally. If you want to do it, if you really, really, really want it, you can do it. And you just have to buckle up, get ready, I have no idea what is coming, but I'm really excited and this is just a whole journey that I had no idea was ever going to happen and I'm so grateful and I'm so excited and it's so liberating and I feel at peace and I'm just so thankful that you guys care and you support me and you love me and you're listening, you're listening to this podcast and I'm just... I'm just feeling really good lately, even though I forgot to record my episode with the microphone and it's going to get better. I'm going to get better at making sure it's on. It's on right now. I'm killing it. Thanks for tuning in. This is Madeline with Embrace the Madness. Oh, I guess I better talk about uh, what's going to be next week. I I didn't even prepare for that. Let me get on my sheets really quick. Um, But uh, yeah, I hope you've been enjoying this self- self-care segment. Um, I just really find it to be crucial in my accepting of life as it is, kind of just like, if I'm going to be here on this earth, I need to learn to love myself because it's going to be crazy. Ooh, a good one. So self-compassion. Perfect. So yeah, next week we're going to talk about self-compassion, how you can do that in your life, why it's so important. And let's see if there's anything else I need to talk about. Yeah, I just wrote self-compassion exclamation mark. So the door is open. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Embrace the Madness. Don't forget to subscribe so you can learn to live your best life.